Pickaxe. Uh, as a as a very short recap, I believe that you were discussing a plan on how you are going to get past uh, this sh- this fleet of astral ships uh, belonging to the Valkyrian Empire. Um, Nova has prospo- has uh, proposed an invisibility uh, a boosted invisibility spell to try and cloak uh, the ship. Um, mm-hmm. What would you guys like to do? Yeah, so I can cast it as well. I like it. So I think I want to. Help boost. Um, mm-hmm. Need a copilot. I can help whoever I can. Yeah. No, well, in terms, go on, Lucius. This connection you have with Valor uh, through dreams. Maybe there's <laughs> something she can do uh, on her ship, or at least provide Maybe, a distraction. But- I wonder if it will put her in danger. I feel like if we were to do something, if she gets found out or if something suspicious happens, then they're going to put her down even more of a lockdown and that's going to make it even harder for us to talk to her or maybe even, you know, do the rescue mission. True. That's, that's the risk. We can, I can do it, but if she gets caught... There'll be consequences. It also means that it takes us a lot more time. Yeah, I need to sleep. More importantly, she needs to be asleep as well. And, and she needs to Great. sleep. We're not sure about sending exactly. into the Tassadar either. Yeah. We not call upon uh, our. Oh, you you destroyed that creature, didn't you? With a hammer. It's a shame. <laughs> what creature? <laughs> the astral <laughs> creature that we rode onto the back of and. You guys defeated the, while I was stoned. Oh, yeah. The tyrant? No, the, he means the astral serpent. The... We didn't... Did I forget something? Sentry spoke to the ty- the snake and it let us through. <laughs> it's almost Lucius like, know, you, he was it's almost like you messed time. up telling Lucius what happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You didn't clarify that when you were talking about the death... Yeah, oh... Is that just Lucius, smashed it? Nova, Nova no. made a joke. The death Nova made tyrant. a joke. It hasn't landed. We're just. Oh. No, I didn't even make Continue. a joke. I think everyone misheard me. I Lucius, meant the death tyrant. I joke. meant Ayla. I meant no. I didn't even make a joke. I didn't oh. even make a joke. <laughs> I oh. meant that Ayla smashed the death tyrant. He asked about the death tyrant, and I said Ayla I actually did the death do that. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I'll take so, it. I did wonder why everyone was laughing. Oh, gosh. It's because he said, he mentioned so the thing, and then uh, it was just bad time the conversation. It's fine. fine. So they're both still alive? No, no, no. no, no, no the tyrant is dead. Also, we have a bike. I yeah, noticed. did we tell you about the bike? The bike's nice. That's like a bike, it. is it? I want to start they're a cold, gang. Apparently. I think, I think yeah, that no. we use the word bike. I think that Perhaps yeah. Lucius and Quill are the only ones who know what, like, Nova would as well, actually, would know what yeah. a bike is. Because on the Sky Cities, they have, like, penny farthings, I imagine. And that's, Aww. like, the bike that you can pick with. Yeah. Like, but oh this is God. not like those bikes. You have a motorized penny farthing. <laughs> wow. But it's small. 
It looks like the magic. wheel's the same size. I don't know how it rides, but it does. Well, uh, we shouldn't use it in space. No, well, no. <laughs> no. I don't know um, why you're bringing it up. <laughs> I... <laughs> why were you bringing the, up the, the serpent? serpent? What were you saying about the serpent? What, what do you think? If it's still alive, and Sentry communicated with it, and it gave us its yes. blessing and helped us through, Verbal could it blessing. not help us now? It only blessed. Well, it, it only gave us permission to go until this point. It wouldn't help us any further. The sunship, it said, it was... would decide if we get through or not. Took took Sentry a little while to talk to it. It didn't seem very, very, very right. Did you jettison the the wreckage of that Valkyrian ship off of it to help it? No. There uh, wasn't any way to there do were that. No, there were no yeah. engines left. I couldn't do it. No. So it's still it injured. It was covered in ships, Lucius. It was uh, it's covered injured, in injured, but it's not corrupted anymore by Hadar. It needs Siaska to heal it. Right. Mm-hmm. It... How far away... How long was I out? How long have we been traveling through th- through that ice? A few hours. It's been years, Lucius. What? Negative. She's years making a funny again. Years and years. Negative. You know what? Sense of Nova, I like the... this. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> what is you real? You just need to get a little bit better about it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah. Lucius is the perfect person to test this on, so continue to do that. I, I well, prefer. hang on. I think melting Lucius's mind by giving him an existential crisis is not a sense of humor, per se. <laughs> Sounds great. Maybe okay, maybe we'll, we'll do it with less life or death existential crisis type things next time. We'll do it with like small, small everyday ship things, yeah? Lucius yeah, Lucius, it's been hours. Crisis. Affirmative. It's, it's been a couple of hours. A couple of hours, right. Thank you, Quill. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what if this is a radical idea? Big, big thinking, wacky thinking. What if we went back and we found a ship carcass and flew inside it and used it like cover oh like uh, a physical disguise cloak our ship with another ship a shell we need an intact ship we need to hollow it out we need to have enough engine power to propel it it would we probably need to get be rid recognized of the entire core of the ship it would probably be recognized by the fleet and it would probably be registered as missing in action or deactivated or lost I like Nova's make the ship invisible plan. Can we talk about that one? That seemed quite good. I can provide any magical power you need. I don't think it's a bad idea, Lucius. I just. I think it's one that will take a lot longer. Affirmative. Cloak the ship. Try and fly by silently. Uh, If nothing else, if you can. Uh, the longer we can go without being detected by the fleet uh, I mean the lo- the twin star is a fast ship if I can get us to this sun ship I mean we know that it will attack any Valkyrian vessels we just have to hope it doesn't attack us it may deter mm-hmm. any pursuers 
beeline for it. Are we still cloaked I will. In oh, the, believe me, I will. The, still have the goop of the thing, the essence... You don't know? ...that has stuck to the ship. Uh, I mean, there doesn't appear to be any me, physical residue. If you can give me ten minutes, I can detect magic. <laughs> Do you want to take ten, ten minutes? May as well. Ritual cast a detect well. magic just to see if I can see any uh, magic goop <laughs> around the ship. I mean, it, I think for Quill it's kind of hard. You, t- you spend ten minutes, but when you kind of, like, begin looking around with the 30-foot range of detect magic... I mean, the whole ship is Magitech. You're all wearing yeah. magic items. Sentry's yeah. glowing with magic. Tiangong's radiating yep. magic. Loot, uh-huh. like, it, it's there's so much magic, and it's I'm blind. Hell, <laughs> yeah. It's not blind, it's, but it's I just could... it all merges into this huge mass of magic. You do not have any sense that. As far as you're aware, there's no physical, like, you can't see magic, you can't see any essence coming off the ship anymore. Like, there's... You can't see any. Okay, well, I I, I can't tell if, if it's still affecting us, but... I mean, I could try and talk to Palador again and ask it another question, ask him another question, but... I mean, it would recognize us from the guardian goo essence thing, and we don't have that, I don't think. I believe we'll be fine. I have faith in our gods that they will recognize their own creations of Siaska. We're not Valkyrian. I'll, I'll stand on the roof and wave at him if you want. Just That'll work. Hi. We're not Valkyrian, so unwise yes. ship. Hey, it's just, it's just a small risk, big reward. Palador lets us through. I feel like Palador, <laughs> much like Hesper, has powers we don't even fathom. They can see through things, uh, through time, <laughs> through dreams. So I think it would be okay without risking our lives. We can Titan. Try. Yes. Titan. Um I mean we Titan. our biggest risk. It says Diangon called them Titans, which is what Starbane calls our gods. Interesting. Um, I told you. I, I told you all of, of this that they're, they're Titans. They are Titans. Affirmative. They are. I know, it's just hard to swallow some information. Tell me about it. Um, Look, let's close the the ship. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the cleric of Hesper, my god, not god. (laughs) Um, Titan's still pretty cool. Let's close the ship. I mean, let's let's try to cruise by. Yeah, I mean, who is helping Nova uh, with this with the the stealth thing? So basically, everybody that that has magic. (laughs) So not, I mean, Ayla. Yeah, sure. What? How do you want to help? No. <laughs> Zap it! Zap it! So I can provide lightning. Can sure. I power thing up by channeling lightning? I don't know if it would work, but I'm willing to do that if it will. Maybe. Um, I think Nova, you would know that if Ayla did want to try that, the best place for her to do that would be in the engine room and to literally apply lightning energy directly to the infernal engines for the ship. 
Um, there is a risk that it could cause problems, but it could also give a power boost to the ship itself, which will power the spell. I will relay that. So you could definitely try. Um, Look, we could all uh, do if, something. If, Maybe if Thalia says I can do it, then that's yeah. fine. But I don't want to. I don't want to damage. <laughs> No, I, I, honestly, yeah. I think that if we get caught, the ship will be destroyed. So I'd rather we take. If if you think that it can help, I let's. I say let's let's roll the dice. Our luck's not been fantastic up till now. Let's hope that we get a, a turn of luck. I always yeah, roll Quill, terribly I... on dice. Brilliant, um, Quill. I need you. I don't think we could do this without you. And Lucius. Yes, but you're the one who wants and to be a co-pilot. You're the one who no, wants to no, co-pilot. No, no, no. I was saying that if we need a co-pilot, then Sentry is also trained in it. Well, I will say this, Nova. Based on what you are, first of all, you're going to have to um, <clears throat> basically, uh, you know, kind of make yourself a small device that can translate your will, your intention, your spell into the ship systems to cover the whole ship and to draw on the power of the ship. One person, so I'm going to tell this is how the mechanics are going to work, right? This is a little bit on the spot, but one person will have to act as a conduit for the ship's energy because you're going to have to draw on the ship's infernal engines to power most of this spell. One person will need to provide the theory of how the invisibility spell works and so can apply it to the massive ship. Um, the conduit is is going to be somebody who needs to be resilient, um, but also somebody who has magical ability, um, somebody who can actually conduct power through themselves, probably not Ayla. Um, Sentry or yeah. Lucius would work because Sentry has oh, the Matrix okay. and so she can channel energy through her Matrix. Lucius is a sorcerer, so his in- inherent ability is through that. Um, the person, you know, let's call them like the Overseer or something like that, would need to probably be best you or Quillic, somebody who has a high knowledge of magic, who can apply the theories of magic beyond its normal scope. This is something where you're going to be taking a spell and magnifying its effects using the power of the Twin Stars engines. Anybody else who has magical power or can create energy like Ayla with lightning, their best bet is to channel as much power into the ship's engines as possible, either by spending spell slots or other features or da- or you know powering it with, with damage. There is a risk that the more power you put in, the higher chance that the ship will suffer some sort of mishap. But it will be a fine balance between having enough power and, you know, having too much power that it's going to cause a, a rupture, a problem. This is very experimental stuff. So, and you're yeah. trying to do it without um, any formal system. Without testing. Insert Gimli meme. High chance of failure. The, the stone shape. What are we waiting for? chance of success. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You all seem fresher so than I do. I don't think I've rested. Uh, I think you have. So maybe yeah. I shouldn't yeah, channel energy through me. But I'll provide whatever okay. I've got left to the engines. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Does Thalia need a co-pilot? For <laughs> no, this? I don't need a co-pilot for this, my dear. It's literally go as fast as I possibly can that way. Excellent. Make me useless. Good stuff. 
Besides, I could if we're not if uh, I don't think there's any point in having Kyrie on on the turrets. I don't think I think we're going to need to draw every single bit of power we have into the engines themselves and for this cloaking spell. So uh, Kyrie can co-pilot with me if necessary. Um, she knows the systems. She's not as uh, perceptive as Quill is, but she can still do her job. She's still a, a gunner. Rethra. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can I can channel fire. It's kind of in the same boat as Ayla, really. Uh, this magic stuff is a bit over my head. I'm not sure what I can do. Uh, not if we run into trouble in the room. engine room, it might be useful to have you around to see sure. if we can I mean, keep I can... it under control. If heavy things need lifting about, then you and I are the best bets to be in there. True. Okay. Yep. All right. We've all got our jobs. So, yeah. Who do you want where? Nova. This is really Nova's. This is Nova's plan. Like this is all in Nova's head. So I'm gonna let Kim make the decisions. Oh God! Let's make Kim's favorite thing in the world. She loves making decisions. She's really quick at them as well. Like just bam, bam, bam. Decision. I don't write it down because you didn't tell me it was gonna come down to me. Okay. Oh, it's easy. Let's play again. I think. I think. it's easy. One, two, three, go. Conduit sentry. Boom. Yes. Okay. What was the next roll? Alright, somebody uh, is the overseer, a... somebody with high magical knowledge who can Quill. shape the nature of the spell. Or Nova. Um, well, yeah. what level Quill can you cast invisibility at? Would, would that inf- affect it? it, it does, that won't affect it. This is going to be okay. it's who are, it's arc- it's going to be an arcana check. I'll tell you that for the overseer role, arcana. it's going to be um, a, a series of arcana checks. I have plus six arcana, Tom. I have plus six arcana, and I rolled a five and a one on portent. <laughs> useful. So either of you, yeah. it won't, it's not going to make a huge difference. Yeah, okay. What's the other roll? I'll come back to that one. Uh, that's it. So and then the, anybody engines. left is is putting power into the ship's engines. Um, and power, that will be and done spell as slots. spell slots I, or natural magical abilities like Ayla's Thunder, where she could channel I mean, Thunder have, directly into it. I have a ton of spell three, slots, so you be the overseer, yeah, and I'll, I'll be the... Yeah. Spell swap burner. I'm the overseer and uh, Quill and uh, Lucius are power, and then I guess Ayla. I mean, Ayla, if you want to be a power as well, um, or but like, yeah, I guess we need like I can channel to help with too. mishaps and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, right. So yes. the first step of this Nova, it's a three-step process. The first is going to be. Um, the power spenders, let's call them, so Lucius, Ayla, Quill, need to decide how much power they're going to put into the engine. Then it will be up for the conduit to transfer that power through to you, and then you'll shape the magic to cloak the ship, basically, right? So it's like a three-step process. So, spenders, how much energy are you willing to put in? So for Lucius and Quill, how many spell slots and at what levels? Like, add them up, basically. So if you're going to be like, I'm going to spend three level threes, that's nine, we'll call it nine power points, right? Um, Ayla, uh, if you spend a rage, because this is like, this isn't pure magical energy, you're basically throwing lightning into the engine as like a way of like, extra power! (laughs) Um, We'll say spend a rage. battery! Yeah, spend a rage, <laughs> and then your lightning damage normally does 2d6, so we'll just call it like a, a second level spell. Basically, you'll generate the, the equivalent magic okay. of a second level spell. Um, nice. Right. Lucius okay. has, hasn't got yep. much left. 
So what he's okay. going to do is he's going to spend a level 3 and a level 2, but yep. he's using the rest of his font of magic to twin them both. Hmm. How many sorcery points is that total? Five. Okay, so I'll say so. It was it was a level two and a level three, did you say? And then five sorcery points. So we'll we'll call that ten. We'll just call that a straight up ten. So five sorcery points and then the five spell slot levels. Um, yeah. I think that works out. Um, so we got ten points from Lucius Quill. I'll do a double level four, and then we'll see if this is overkill. Uh, so Eighteen or not. plus two from from um, Ayla. Okay. Uh, all right. So. You begin channeling all this energy. Uh, Lucius and Quill, what are you guys doing? So you're led down into the engine room and you can see these, you know, throbbing spheres. They're like these big metal spheres that contain the two infernal engines. What do you guys do? Describe this to me, how you're, how you're making this work. Well, Lucius will take off one of his gloves and... Can I do like an arcana check to see where there's a, the closest? Uh... I don't even think you need to. I'm not going to make you make a check for this because there's no real chance you can fail. It's more that you can reach out with your senses. And yeah, you can sense like a point where like you could, if you gripped it with like your your uh, gauntlet, you could channel your power into the engines. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And then okay. I um, think I. Yeah. Sorry. Is, is there, um, just before we begin this, is, is, is there anything anyone can cast to, to, to help me? Any, anyone, any, any, you know, just feeling very nervous. But, I mean, things I like can, guidance are going to take a minute. It's not going to help. Okay. And give you a really, really nice little electric shock. Brilliant. I need we that. Feel, I'm feeling nervous. Fine. Very just before I, I start do. doing this thing, I'm like moving my hand around, ready to cast a spell, and then boop, guidance, and then carry on. No, guidance <laughs> won't work because you guys are in the engines. Nova's going to have to be in the center of the ship, ah. and it's going to take longer than a minute for you to channel, for, for you to empower the ship. So a guidance isn't going to help oh, here. If you had something that lasts longer, like 10 minutes, like a bless, that could work. Um, you don't need us, Nova. You've got this. Shield okay. probably won't help Nova. It might help you, no. Sentry. You don't know how it's gonna what it's gonna be like taking this damage. It's a good point. Yeah. Don't worry oh. about it. Just give me a pep talk. Tell me it's fine. Tell me it's gonna be fine. Tell me. Oh God, I can't believe you've all taken. It'll be fine. Is there any way that I can? I can't take any of the damage on behalf, or try and help Sentry to absorb some of it and reduce some of it to her. Like if not, I can not in your role, unfortunately. No. So this is you're channeling it straight through. Um, this is going to be going through the ship and then feeding, you know, directly into Sentry, um, and then yeah, Nova's going to have she to. She will take entry. half damage from lightning damage because I will be raging. So my aura will be protecting everyone within your ten feet from that. She is not within ten feet. Sentry and Nova are in the middle of the ship. You guys are going to be all the way in engineering. So yeah, you're going to be too separated. You guys also can't see each other when this is happening. So, the well, three Lucius of you, Lucius Quill. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're with it. you. Yeah, they're all with you, basically. You guys, you can see, you three can see each other, but you can't see Sentry and Nova. Um, but you can communicate with the messenger rings. Um, but yeah, you begin channeling this energy. Quill, what does it look like with you? Are you just like... I think any areas where Lucius is casting all of these colors and all the, they're floating around in the air, I'm kind of drawing... Mm -hmm things in the air in the gaps in between to like fill up the space mm -hmm. and then kind of focusing on those individual points to kind of make this kind of massive mural mural in the air in between all of cool. these colors and things 
Yeah, like glyphs and stuff. Like, are you actually doing, like, arcane symbols with your wing? Yeah. Cool. Um, As with the connection to the engine touching, I'm using the Ethereum gauntlet arm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and regulate the amount of power going into it so that I've got my level 3s and level 2s. I can visually see them channeling through Mm -hmm. my gauntlet and making sure the energy is consistent, at least. Consistent, sure. I'm putting my energy into doing that. And then, Ayla, you're just sort of letting the lightning arc out of your body straight up into these spheres, like, in the middle, just like... Cool. So, But also, like, just trying to make it steady. Yeah, steady. If I can. Between the three of you, the surges of power run through the ship, and you feel the ship itself kind of lurch. The engine seems to kind of kickstart and jump forward. The lights grow brighter, brighter and brighter. You're almost having to close your eyes against how bright the lights are becoming um, inside the ship. Uh, the gravity feels heavier. The air feels thick. Like, everything in the ship is being enhanced as this huge surge of magic is channeled through it um is that at this point you feel like you're giving a lot of energy are you going to add any more quill because this is a you have to make the decision now like are you going to spend more or is this the amount of energy you're going to give uh spend more to i mean if the energy you are currently at you are currently at a total of 20 power yeah i mean if the energy if like the gravity is getting stronger and the lights are burning now then i feel like this is enough power i think next time i'm probably gonna give less (laughs) okay um right sentry hello hello you so the way that it's set up is you are basically almost like you're gripping these crystalline pipes that run through the flooring of the ship itself these long kind of almost like crystal tree branches. They're not quite pipes, but they're just raw material crystal. And you're having to grip them, uh, and you can already feel power surging through it from the ship normally. Um, And you you can barely just kind of concentrate. You can feel this power trying to surge up into your body. And then Nova, you're actually kind of connected to Sentry herself, kind of channeling the power through your mind back into Sentry to send it back through the ship. Sentry, the wave of force that hits you is immense it's you just feel this overwhelming surge of magic i need you to make a constitution saving throw i remember your (laughs) plus three is already built into your saves yeah it's too much power Ooh, 21 21 that's you are going to take half damage from this and this is spell damage so you have your aura of warding or something i think it's called where you take half damage from spells uh, I'm pretty sure you have that ability. 10, but you have resistance to damage from spells, yeah. So that will also apply. So you're going to take a quarter of this damage, which is a good thing. Oh, because oh, it would have been 75 oh, points of damage. Uh, half oh, to 35, 16, 37. Half of 37 is... Ah, she's a beast. Mm. She can take it. Yeah, like let's call it yeah. 16. And you just feel this power just surge up into your body and you just grip and you can feel in the matrix this golden sphere. If you imagine almost that you're holding these these channels and this energy is about to overwhelm you, you begin to see like golden spectral hands of other guardians kind of gripping it 
beside you and more and more and more of them kind of spread out from the center of this matrix in your mind um kind of holding on to it with you and you feel that some of that pain some of that energy is dissipated into these additional kind of minds and souls and then your eyes just glow and this bright you know golden light streams out of them and yeah, you can. You're holding on to the energy, Nova. You can see that Sentry's body is being racked with this powerful spell force. Um, you connect. You kind of hold on to her, and with Tiangong in your hand, you can feel that knowledge of the invisibility spell, the the mechanics to it, the the glyphs, the the words that are needed to be said surge through your mind. I need you to make an Arcana check for me. Okay, I'm using uh, physical dice because roll twenty. Sure. Don't like me at the moment. Sure. 19 plus 6, 25. With Tiangong in hand, you take that energy, this huge surge of energy, and you feel and you know the applications, the science of it all, the schematics. And where you would normally kind of spread that magic across these multiple creatures, instead you channel it back into Sentry. And looking down, you can almost see Sentry turning translucent. And then the floor around Sentry turns translucent. And then the walls and the tables and the Magitek bike and Big Cat and Thalia and everything around you just turns to perfect crystal glass. And then it all kind of seems to recede out. Sentry comes back into view, but it's almost like a curtain now forming. And you can see it kind of covering around the ship like a thin layer of gel as the whole ship just seems to vanish. You don't know how long this will last. It normally lasts an hour, right? Invisibility? Yeah. Uh, one hour. At least until we attack. Okay. Roll a d10 for me. Are you a d10? No, you're a d8. What the hell? Five. Five. You reckon this spell will last about half as long as it normally does. Just the sheer amount of energy it's taken to create this effect... It won't. It's it's unstable. You you know. You estimate you have about thirty minutes before it dissipates. Um, do you Not say bad. anything when it's completed? Um, yeah, I'll message ring everyone or just shout as loud as I can. We have thirty minutes of this spell. I can maybe cast it again, but obviously, Sentry will take more damage. <clears throat> That's if our it's if our people in the engine room have enough power. But thirty minutes, I can make this work. Um, and then you feel Thalia kind of almost lean back in her chair as she grips these kind of orbs for the controls and she just turns around and sort of winks at Nova. I suggest you hold on to something, dear, now. And then you just feel the ship just <laughs> lurch forward. Nova, you're nearly thrown backwards. Sentry, you manage to grab her um, as you just feel the twin star rocket forward as the, the thin purple mist of astral space warps all around you. Um, Thalia deftly twists and turns in between the debris of all these different wrecked ships. And for 30 minutes, there's no sign of anything detecting you. And then Nova, you know that the the invisibility begins to flicker and fade. Um, what do you guys do? Do you want to try and cast it again? I'll try and cast it again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'll relate that the to the cord. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to need power. We're going to need to cast it again. I'll put in I... two rages. Okay. So for a fourth level spell, basically. 
two level twos, so how, power of four. How much distance did we cover? Um, in 30 minutes, some, not enough. You're still going to be quite it, but you've got a, a great head start now. If anything tried to pursue you now, it would be very, very difficult for them to catch up, but they might be able to shoot at you. They may be able to fire on. Uh, I've got very I little left. I can give two more uh, spells of my own at the weakest level. I can give a bit more. Do you need more? It's oh, harder for you, Ayla. The more you give, the more you're exhausted you're going to make yourself. This isn't just spell energy for you. This is brief moments of intense rage. It's two level one spells. Okay, we need to give less anyway. So we need two, to give less. So six. It was too much last time. I'll do a sixth and a fifth, so eleven. Uh, so a sixth and a fifth, so you give another eleven. So that brings us up to... Um... You won't do less and you do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I put more myself. It's less than twenty. It's like seven... Oh, is it 18? Okay, it's yeah. 18. It's still less. Yeah, not by 18. I don't, I don't want, Ayla, I don't did you want to try and give any more? Fail. I can give another rage. So three altogether. So I, can, I can take it. So you get 20, so 20 so again. Yes. She can, she can okay. take it at the moment. Sentry, con save. Con save. 17 plus six. Same thing again. You're going to take Ooh. quarter damage. Uh, this time 65, so that's half to nice. 32, 16 more it. points of damage. You feel nice. it rocking through. We need an Arcana check from Nova. Again, you feel that surge of energy erupt through Sentry um, as this powerful wave of uh, magic. Six, 19. 19. Okay, can you... Where's our uh, Twin Star Longbow stats? Uh, is it here? Where Don't are my mishaps? Where are my mishaps? Where are they? Um, I've got it in handouts. Engine It's all right. I think, I've, I think I've got it. Yes. Roll a d20 for me, please. Nova Vija. Uh-oh. 20. Yep. 14. 14. Okay. So this time you managed to surge some of the energy. Can you roll a d10 for me? Um, the invisibility, you do manage to divert the tension, but you feel as you are trying to send this energy through the ship, it splinters like a fracture. Tendrils of energy erupt from Sentry. Sentry, you kind of feel the shooting, jolting pain as these blasts of energy erupt into other parts of the ship. What would you get on the d10? 10. 10. The spell's going to last as almost for the full hour this time but you oh. hear sections of the outer hull <laughs> as pieces of armor and chunks of the hull are blown off by this errant energy that you channel back through the ship uh, the whole thing shudders um, and if we were to see it if we were outside none of you know this but where the ship is invisible kind of like becoming this translucent mirror there are now these big chunks where you can see the flickering of arcane energy along the hull, kind of giving away, uh, dispersing some of the illusion of the invisibility. Oh, so it's like squares of just magic. Squares of like crackling magic and things like that along where the hull's been blasted off, basically. Oh, that's so um, cool. Yeah. You travel for perhaps another 20 minutes, and then Thalia's like, ah, something's gone wrong. I think the spell's still active, but three patrol craft are following us. They're, they're, they're quick. Um, they don't seem to be firing, but these three ships begin following and following. Uh, once the hour, you you can see now Eroes growing bigger and bigger and bigger as you approach it faster. 
but you also see this burning, burning light. And as it comes closer, it becomes more clear what this light around Erois is. Almost like an old galleon, not too dissimilar to the storm chaser and the airship designs of Erois, but rather than made of wood and metal, it is made of light golden pure light and flame itself a giant ring of fire erupts around its main torso and it burns with a blazing intensity so much so that you almost can't bear to look at it and you can hear the sound of sizzling hot fire running along the edges of the twin star as this sunship gets closer and closer and then from its main deck, you see three arcing beams of flame erupt towards the twin star. Past one side, past the other side, past overhead, oh. as it impacts against the three pursuit ships. They quickly turn, diverting away, pulling away as fast as they can. You have narrowly escaped the Valkyrian cruises. And then Thalia, um, we do have a problem. I'm. I can't control the ship. It's. It's not responding. I. I can't turn. I can't maneuver. I. I can't move away from this thing. We're going straight for it. Uh, Drop the invisibility. Uh, he needs to see us. Uh, I'll, he needs yeah, to see I'll it's us. It. Yes. Yeah, so you cancel the spell. It. You drop it, and the twin star becomes visible once more. The rest of you kind of rushing up into the main area, into the cockpit, where you can see that the whole twin star is bathed in this golden light being projected from the ring itself, and it is pulling the twin star in. What do you do? Uh, uh, uh. We need to reach out. Say something. Uh... Um, drawing you will... closer and closer. Like we're, we're ages away from it in like real world uh, distance, aren't we? I mean, you're getting damn close. Like this thing is moving you fast. Oh my god! Uh, sending on on. I'm going to cast sending to Palador, and I have seen him before. <laughs> okay. Uh, champion of Hesper, and. Friends of Erois trying to return home. Do not fire upon us. Please. <laughs> okay. There's no response, Quill, but instead that ring of flame around the sunship grows brighter and brighter until the cockpit of the Twin Star is so bathed in light you can't see out of it anymore. It's so bright that the light filters through. The heat is warmth and intense, but that blinding light is so much that none of you can see. You are all blinded. And then eventually the movement stops. The light dims. And you see that the um... there is nothing but darkness around you. It's just you seem to be in a void of darkness. Alia, do you have any idea where we are? No. I have no idea. Okay. This is your world. This is this is your gods or titans or whatever you want to call them. This is beyond me now, my friends. I think that this is on you. Tiangong? If this is truly a protector of your world. Affirmative. 
I think we had Are we uh, past little... Palador? Negative. Just have faith in Palador, everyone. Think of home. Affirmative. Palador, if you're judging us, you know you've seen me and Ayla before. You hear a hissing as the door hatch that leads into the Twin Star opens. A small, delicate light in the shape of a small sphere with arms and legs stands there. And it gestures with a little hand. Okay, okay. Sure. I mean, if he sees us, that's good. Okay. You have to follow. Okay. This isn't my world. I'll stay here. Along with Kyrie and Rethra, I think, well, you're the ones from Erois. You should go and speak with them. Okay. Okay. We'll do all the talking. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Let's, let's go. Let's go. The, talk little, the little orb of light kind of gestures once more, and it begins walking into the night, seemingly stepping on nothing. I'll walk through. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Follow it. Yeah, I'll walk through. Yeah, you guys will follow it. He lead the little orb leads you out into nothing. The door on the twin star shuts, and then the twin star vanishes from sight, leaving you in an empty void. But he keeps walking, and eventually, little lines of golden light begin appearing alongside you, forming almost like a walkway, until they lead to a large circle disc, upon which the little orb stands and it gestures around it. Uh, we stand around it. Yep. Everyone? Okay. Yeah. As you do, it suddenly lurches and you begin moving upwards. You don't see any movement, it's just darkness, but you can feel something lifting you. And then after a few moments, the sky opens and you see astral space and you see blazing fire and golden light shining in and you emerge up onto the deck of the sunship itself like standing on translucent amber glass filled with luminous energy you see the ship all around you many more of these small geometric shapes made of light with arms and legs are attending to sails to ropes to weapons they seem to be scurrying all around the ship but at the top on the deck where the captain would stand a giant, not quite wheel, but a crescent moon in his hands. A pair of large golden gauntlets enshrouded around his fists. His hair flicked back like blazing flames, but instead a golden blonde luminous hair swept back and a cape made of fire descending from his shoulders. You see a grizzled soldier, a veteran with scars and burns across all of their body. They have one eye the other one burnt away by a long deep scar across their face so the children have returned home he looks down and you can see this one eye this one remaining eye is like an orb of fire like a little sun inside his socket and then he grins golden gauntlets nice I love that you have done well. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it, Palador. I'm so glad to hear it. Oh, we, we thought for a second you might just take yeah. us out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, we thought my we were duty, My duty, champion of Hesper, 
is to protect this world and to protect its citizens, even those not born here. Anyone who holds Erois as sacred in their hearts is a child of Siaska. I would have it no other way. But you were to be judged, that your worthiness needed to be measured, and I have not found you wanting. You... Okay. Um... So, you have traveled far, and you come home, but I ask, why? You have seen what dangers await you. You have seen the wonders of the multiverse that Siaska has hidden from you. So why return? We need to protect our home. And you think that you alone can protect it? Lucius, son of Virion, son of Elowin, you think that you are ready to protect Erois from the horrors that you have witnessed? From the spawn of Hadar? from the might of Valkyrian, you, when Erois has protectors? Absolutely not. Alone, I would be shot into dust in microseconds. But why wouldn't I join the fight? Why wouldn't I be part of this war to protect our home? <laughs> you are too humble, son of Virion. I think that alone you would put up a greater fight than you realize. But what of the rest of you? I know there are warriors, and he looks at Sentry and Ayla. I know that there are scholars, he looks at Quill. And I know that there are those who have found different reasons. And he looks at Nova. So why? Why return? No one else is gonna fight. Someone has to. Eros is our home. Eros is the only place that I've ever known as home. I was going to say, and you must know now that it is not your home originally. She of Alfheim. No. But it's not about the planet, it's about the people who live on it as well. And that's um, my home. Now that is a good answer. One that the Storm King himself would have been pleased to hear. Not that I knew him, but I know his descendant, and she would also be pleased to hear it. Any of you else? Have you nothing but to say? Um, I mean, we've I seen... Fight. Because I don't fear death. I've seen death before. I fear a life of... I fear a life without purpose, without meaning. And Eroes has given me that. My friends have given mm. me that. Eroes mm. has given me so much more than I could have ever asked for. And to lose that again would destroy me. But you carry a very precious cargo, Sentinel Prime. Not just the fates of, not just a Genesis relic, one of their most old, ancient, powerful devices that came from even beyond the Prime divin divinities. You carry 
the souls of your people. You carry the future of the Guardian race. And still you would risk a fight? You would still go into battle? Without Eroes, there are no Guardians. Everything that I've worked for would have been gone. Mm. I can't lose. None of us can. He just nods. Looks towards Nova and Quill. I mean, we've seen what the multiverse is, and we've seen it controlled by Starbane. Eroes is hidden from the rest of that. Starbane knows about it, sure, but he doesn't have control. We can stop that as best we can. Also, I've learned this from Hesper. We can find out the secrets of Eroes, find out how to destroy Hadar, maybe. But I've learned this from you. We can keep defending it. One man controlling an airship in the sky, fighting against hordes of Valkyrian ships. Five people on the ground in Eroes, rallying troops and trying to protect it from those that get through. Mm. You are wise, Quillek, chosen of Hesper, but there is still much you must learn. I may defend Eroes against Valkyrian for now, but I cannot defend it against Hadar. And even then, there are some things about Eroes I cannot save. But... You are right. There are still things we can all do. Mysteries that need to be unlocked. <laughs> How would my brother put it? There are questions that need to be answered, perhaps. And what of you, Nova Vija? No longer of uh, Ganas, but of Vortensar. You have learned much, I can see. There is now wisdom, clarity... Perhaps a little conflict, perhaps a little understanding of things greater than just one planet's problems. Why do you return? There is a place for you out there, a world, an empire. They're not free, though. Mm. You know, probably that there was a time when I didn't side with Starbane but I understood his reasons and I understand the fear of Hadar and I understand why he moves in the way he does against Hadar and for a time I thought of helping him of convincing him but in seeing the other side of the galaxy in finding out that my people are part of the Empire well, they're not free, are they? And it's not right. So, I'm here because Starbane is here. And that's where I am with that. And ultimately, I'm here because of Tiangong. I made a promise. And I intend to see it through. And there are still mm -hmm. parts of Tiangong here. There are. A promise is a mighty thing to keep. And freedom, mm, that was my mother's ultimate wish. She knows that Callus's empire is safe, strong. She knows it is prosperous. She knows that it is full of knowledge that we would never understand on Eroes. But she knew that it lacked one thing, the freedom 
to choose. And that is what she sought to preserve. That is why I am here. That is why of all the titans, of all the gods of Aroes, I do not have as much contact with my worshippers. Because I am here, and I must always be here, and I cannot leave. I cannot visit upon the people that worship me. I cannot send them dreams or messages. My duty is here. This ship, this war, this fight. And I have fought it for so long that now this ship and I have become one. This ship is too a Genesis relic. A powerful device that my mother found was gifted in reality by the Divine of Light. And now it is as much as part of me as I am it. And that has protected me against something you must all know and understand. The other titans, the other gods, their power is fading, and it is fading fast. Look upon Erois, and he gestures. You see the cradle, the swirling swirling barrier of color. It is fading. It is falling. I suspect that it has less than a year before the cradle is completely gone from Erois. No ship will be defended against. No planar travel will be dispersed. And when it is done, when the cradle falls, Siaska will be reborn. But she will be weakened. And as her, and as the cradle falls, the other titans, their powers will go. Their powers will fade. They will not have the strength to fight against Valkyrian again. And they certainly will not have the power against Hadar. So I have watched... I have cast my golden eye out to the multiverse, and I watched as five <laughs> travelers were sent far from their home. I've seen what you have done. I've seen what you have done, and I have seen what you are capable of. And you, you are our hope now. The child of Starbane, the child of Siaska, Siaska herself. It is between you and them that a new hope must be built. My power is here. I cannot go beyond Rois. I cannot journey out into the multiverse. The ship cannot travel. You have met the Frostwatcher. It is bound to the Shifting Straits. It cannot go beyond those realms. We can protect Erois, but not forever. Not against Valkyrian, not against Hadar. And so it is with this that I charge you. Find the way. Find the hope. Rebuild it. And destroy those that threaten our world. Now I can open the way. I can allow your ship to pass. But if you have questions, now is your time to ask them because we will not meet again. Oh, um... (laughs) Mm. Um... I have one. Speak. Um, If the Titans, if your brethren sacrifice themselves to reform... Will it reform the Cradle? Will it bring Siaska back? But stronger? It would not reform the cradle, but it would give our mother more power. 
the more of my brethren that do not exist when she is reborn, the more powerful she will be. The titans are formed of Siaska. They are elements of her, facets of her personality, of gifts given to her by the other divines. The less of them there are, the more power she will have when she is reformed. But you will find that not all of them will give up this power so easy. My brother, Atelicus, oh. Zephyr, maybe some of the Kalara, they take their position seriously. They believe that they still have a chance against Valkyria and Hadar. Would that will fall to you. Would you sacrifice yourself? <sighs> I am no longer in the equation, young Vija, since for five, six, how long now? A thousand years have I sat aboard the helm of the sunship. As I said, I am it and it is me. I cannot no longer be separated from it, but nor am I connected to the cradle. My connection to Siaska is long past. I am no longer the titan that she created. I am new, something different. The power of this Genesis relic and I, we have merged. But the people of Aroas gain their powers, or at least the magical people of Aroas gain their powers from 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 Hesper, from Halador, from you, obviously, from from everyone. If we remove them from this equation, then doesn't that weaken the you people worry. of Aroas? Do you fear for the magic that you have gained, Quillock, champion of Hesper? Are you afraid to lose these powers? I mean, of course. It's what I need to be able to fight myself. To, to I ask you this. Friends. I ask you this. Do you think that without Hesper, there is no knowledge? Do you think that without Hesper, there is no magic? Who brought those things to Erois before Hesper? Who created the air and the sky and the sea and gave those domains to him? As long as there is Siaska, your powers will not go anywhere. Remember, he is her. He is, a, he is her knowledge, her magic, made form. Hesper okay. will always be there but not as a physical being, not as a titan, but as a concept, as a belief. Perhaps he will be more of a god once he is gone than he ever has been. The ones that aren't willing to relinquish their position, how do we even approach that? Can we, we don't fight them, do we? We don't try to take them down ourselves. That is not for me to answer, I'm afraid. They are my brothers and my sisters. Halidor. Lucius. You protect outside. Do you look inward? Ever? It is hard for me, I must be honest, Lucius. Beyond the cradle, my vision is distorted. I was built to look outwards to see the threats coming from beyond, to fly this ship, to protect it, to guide light and warmth around our world. I know that some of my followers, I can feel that they have been swayed, that they have become not corrupted, but led astray by a pretender in my name. I have no way of reaching them. 
I do not speak to them as Hesper speaks to Quillock. People look up and they see light and warmth, and that is what they believe in. That is what they worship. They see fire in their hand, or they feel fire in their heart when they battle. Those are the ways that people know me. Not through dreams or books or scripture. I believe we will need guidance. So of your kindred, your fellow titans, who would you trust? I trust Lucius. You ask me, if I were to ask you of your family, choose ones that you trusted, could you truly choose? Uh, even even those that I know would not give up their power for our mother, Atelicus, Zephyr, Kalara, I know that they have their own areas that they are, that they know. If I were to go into battle, I would trust no one to be as firm a spear at my side as Atelicus. If I were to sail the waves, I would trust no one to guide me but Zephyr. And if I were to die, I would trust only in Kalara to see me into the next life. Uh, I cannot choose them, tell you who to trust. And you must remember that many decisions, as I told you before, our mother valued freedom to choose above all else. That is what she wanted for you, for all the people of Oroes. That you must choose, make your own decisions, guide your own destinies. You must not be led by emperors. You must not be led by tyrants. You are your own people. Trust in those that you feel you can trust, who have proven themselves to you, whose actions and words speak to your heart. That is all I can suggest. Where are the holes of infinity? Hmm. I... This is a very good question, Nova Vidya. And I will do one better. Uh, he pinpoints, he raises up one of the gauntleted fingers. You notice that the whole time he's been speaking, neither of his hands leave the helm, but he lifts one up, leaving one, and you can see he kind of strains when he does it. He points towards Erois, and a thin beam of light projects from his finger and you see it, you know, penetrates through and highlights uh, the Starfall Archipelago, which is an area of Aroes, a series of island chains, and it pinpoints. It is here, but to access it, you will need a key. Two keys, in fact. I present you with one myself, and he oh. <laughs> grips He grips the, the helm once more uh, and nods his head, and a small bead of light kind of appears in front of you, Nova, and solidifies into a golden pearl. That is my key to the hall. You will need another. Oh, thank you. Where can you we find a second? Other... You will need... The, the Titans possess the keys. For it is our home. It is the place where we can be our most powerful. But even that is fading. I no longer need it. The Sunship and I, it provides me power. I provided connection to Aroes. But the others still need the Halls of Infinity. The Halls of Infinite Resplendence are 
This is where our the essence. It is where everything is kept. You will find many answers there. We try to get Hesper's key. That seems like the best one. Lucius, I trust Hesper. I don't think that's misplaced. I don't know, Quill. Faced with losing everything, even Titans could change. What would you do to protect your own life? I mean, Hesper guided me this far. He knows the risks. If anyone would, it would be him. I wouldn't want to let him go, but I have to. Our time is coming up short soon. Soon the sunship will be too far out of range for me to guide you back. If you have any last questions, now is the time to ask them of me. Uh, I can't think of any. Yeah, I have one I more, but I don't want to. Guardian, <laughs> Sentinel Prime. Yeah. Perhaps you do not have a question. Yes. How? How do we unite people? Ah, oh, that is a question I cannot how? answer. I have been alone for a long time, Sentinel Prime. But I believe that you have that gift. Root would not have chosen you if you did not know the answer. But I can perhaps help a little way. I have learnt to unify myself with a Genesis relic. You too carry a Genesis relic. I could share my knowledge with you, help you strengthen your connection to the Prime Matrix. Very well. Yeah. Come forth. Stand beside me so I may touch you. Okay. You make your way up the stairs, these golden amber lights as uh, emerge as you begin making your way towards him. And you see now, I mean, Palador must be sort of 12 feet tall. He's huge. You know, he's way bigger than a normal human would be. You know, this perfect physique just blended with flames and light, this golden hair spilling up behind his head. Um, for those of you who are familiar, there's almost an element of a light born about his hair where the hair is just this golden radiance. Um, ah. And he reaches out Sentry and places a hand just in front of the Prime Matrix. So he kind of reaches down with his giant gauntleted hand and he closes his eyes and you feel this intense warmth and heat beginning to build up. But you can also now begin to feel the energy of the matrix stronger you can feel it pulse and, and move you can almost feel many of the beings within it you can hear their voices more clearly and you feel that connection go stronger and stronger and that skill and expertise that palador has gained transfers to you and you and i will sort out that upgrade uh, off off screen but you feel your yeah. connection to the prime matrix strengthen oh man uh, that's awesome, thank you. Um, Champion of Palador. Like can I give him like a little solvent salute, like the three fingers, bum, 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 on the chest, yeah. and just give him like a really deep bow? Yeah, he kind of brings his hand back to the helm. It kind of almost magnetizes in place. It snaps up when he draws it close. He just nods. Uh, well, my dear friends, 
companions, brave travelers. I do believe it is time for you to go home. Goodbye. And your vision, he grows brighter and brighter and brighter until again your vision is just nothing but golden light and then suddenly it goes. You blink and you find yourselves back in the cockpit of the twin star longbow. Nothing but black void. Thalia kind of whips around. Rethra is like, where did you go? Are you alright? What happened? We spoke to Halidor and he gave us a lot of information but he said we're free to go I think the void is still here though will it clear out it's not gone yet I, I, I've, I've tried moving it, the ship just doesn't respond and then as Thalia is kind of looking around you see like a pinprick of light in front of the cockpit that begins opening like an iris and you see a rois before you the coloured swirl of the of the cradle around it and then a beam of light projects forward and you see it opens a hole in the colorful pattern of the barrier mm. and then the ship begins to move forwards. Thalia turns, I am not doing this. This is not me. I am not flying my own ship. Okay. And then suddenly the twin star launches forward at a lightning fast pace guided by the light of the sunship itself suddenly astral space becomes bright colors of the cradle suddenly the cradle becomes swirling clouds and then the twin star soars amongst blue skies and white clouds and the endless ocean oh, oh my god you are home Whereabouts, though? <laughs> we did it. Well, we're on a ship. Whereabouts, like, right indeed. Whereabouts, <laughs> indeed. We'll find right. out next week because I think even though we're a bit early, there's not a more perfect time to end the episode. So we've arrived. We've finally yeah, did it. Holy oh, wow! Yay. My God. Hey, Mark, that, that was your hand. Mwah. 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 Oh, yeah. kiss. Oh, that was you enjoyed amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, man, really, those, really those good. two shots going over the ship, and then you paused for a second. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> and then you said it soared right past us. I was like, oh my god, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what I'm oh. doing. Oh. <laughs> that was so cool. Oh my god. That Very whole cloaking cool. awesome. thing as well. Like, oh, I, Dude, I wanted to wet man. myself. Fucking great so idea as well, using the invisibility yeah? spell. Yeah. That was a really cool idea. Yeah. I honestly I hadn't even thought about it. Like I just completely forgot yeah. that Nova had that spell. And then when you were like, <laughs> is there a way we could like and then when I said like using the minor illusion and you said, Oh, I don't have major illusion, I was like, Oh, that's a shame. But then yeah, you were like, yeah, what about invisibility? I was like, Yep, yeah, that would totally work. Um, yeah. cloaking device Star Trek nerd was so happy. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, it was a little bit of a sort thing. of like, how can I make these mechanics work? Yeah, uh, yeah. I've vaguely done a similar thing in the past to this. Let's do that. <laughs> and then oh, really that's cool. worked really out well. Really the whole idea of like spell slots powering it and then the checks and stuff, I thought was kind of cool. So, yeah. Just for, um... And then you got to meet another Titan, another another yeah. god, effectively. That was Why cool. not? It was cool. Yeah. Why not? I like it was cool. Awesome. Yeah, Palador's yeah, been one of those characters cool. where, like, I wrote loads of stuff about Palador when we first began the campaign, and then it's never really come up again. And so it's kind of fun <laughs> that I was like, oh, you actually get to meet him now, and he's cool. Um, yeah, he's we're so, probably never going to um, see him again. Yeah. No, no, for, never. No. So I want my NPCs. 
We left Aroas on the 26th of April in Earth time. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, what it's been a, very, that? it's been a few episodes. It's almost nine. like when this pandemic hit, isn't it? Mm. Oh, oh curious. We'll see you <laughs> yeah. for more High Roller stuff soon. <laughs> Take care. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.